It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Tuesday morning at Wax. Good morning. Bob and Joe with you here at the shank of the day. Lots of chores to do today. About 29 degrees around here. Yeah, up north it's in the 20s, farther south it's in the 30s, but uh, it's not warm by any means. We'll get into the 50s today and tomorrow, 60 on Thursday, but uh, again, we need more warm temperature. We've got the thermometer out in the grass. We'll go get that here in a few minutes, tell you what it's all about. We'll take a look at the cattle inventory. Uh, the latest numbers show that, you know, that uh, cattle crop is down. The herd is down. How's the herd at the Walkie Land and Cattle Company? Is it growing at all? It's not growing much. We're still stuck at 45. 45. And you got to get what, about 50 or so? At 53. 53. So we still got, let's see, 53, 45. Eight. We have eight <laughs> There <left>. you go. <laughs> I'm a math wizard, huh? You are a wizard uh, of some sort. There you go. That's right. So we got eight more to get on the ground. And uh, again, next few days shouldn't be calving weather, but then looks like Friday and Saturday, maybe Sunday. Some more rain in the forecast. Uh, sun, but not warm the next few days. Well, if you're, uh, I don't know, live in Wisconsin, you follow the Aaron Rodgers, what do you want to call it? The debacle or the parade or whatever saga. you want to call it. Yeah, what is it? Saga. Saga, thank you. Aaron Rodgers is gone. That deal with the New York Jets has been consummated. And so Aaron Rodgers indeed is a New York Jet. Bucks laid another egg last night. They're down three to one. They're about out of it, and I don't know. I don't think they can come back, but I hope so. I'll be rooting for them. Brewers played last night. I don't know how the Brewers did last night. Uh, we'll have to check on that. And uh, I'm going to throw caution to the wind later on this afternoon. Uh oh. I'm going to put the snow blower in the back shed and get the lawnmowers out. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Well, so. if nothing else, you can just mow mow the snow that keeps coming down. Yeah. They got uh, these cities now have this no mow may for pollinator for pollinators yeah pollinator, that's what they're yeah. they're working on but I it's it's a little bit of a struggle for it's a struggle for me too because I don't like dandelions in my yard and boy I'll tell you some of the it looks terrible it but, does look terrible but, looks kind of rough but it's for each their own so if you want to get involved in no mow may that's Strictly up to you, but if you live next to me, go cut your dandelions. Don't, <laughs> don't let them go to seed. And we'll take a look at the uh, planning report. Uh, not a lot done, but uh, moving ahead, not in our state so much, but uh, other parts of the country, they're moving ahead. So lots to talk about this morning. We'll start by giving you an update on that weather forecast. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by Chilson Automotive Group. And they've got a great selection of new Jeeps at ChilsonMotors.com right now. Well, today, partly sunny, 53. Tomorrow, partly sunny, 57. Thursday, partly sunny, 61. Nice weather. Then the weekend looks like rain coming in. Showers. Chance of showers on Friday, 54. Saturday, 50 with some rain in the forecast. Sunday, only 47. It's 29 degrees right now in the Chippewa Valley. Wish it was warmer than that. 53 the high today. Should have some sunshine. It's about a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, here's what's happening. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. 
President Biden is being coy about plans for a possible 2024 run. Reporters on Monday asked Biden at the White House, why should Americans give you another four more years? Stay tuned. Before the stay tuned comment, Biden joked he'd run again so he can answer more reporter questions. This comes as several reports say Biden could release a video as early as today declaring that he's formally jumping into the race. Biden has been huddling with his family and advisors and is reportedly discussing a low-key announcement. Jury selection is set to begin today in a civil rape trial involving former President Trump. The charges were filed in New York by writer E. Jean Carroll, who claims Trump assaulted her in a Manhattan department store dressing room back in the 90s. Trump may have to pay damages if he's found liable. The trial is expected to last about one week. A Georgia prosecutor says she'll announce whether charges will be filed in the case involving former President Trump and the 2020 election. Brian Shook reports. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis said Monday the announcement of decisions in this case may provoke a significant public reaction. Willis has been investigating Trump and his allies for possible election interference since early 2021. The charging decision is expected later this summer. I'm Brian Shook. The Pentagon is considering multiple options to coordinate the evacuation of American citizens from Sudan. U.S. officials say they could include sending U.S. troops to Port Sudan. Meantime, the Pentagon is sending two Navy ships in a standby position near that port. This comes as Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced on Monday a three-day ceasefire in the African country. Hundreds of people have been killed in the conflict, including one American. And jury selection is set to get underway today in New York City in the copyright infringement trial of Ed Sheeran. The British pop star is accused of copying parts of Marvin Gaye's classic song, Let's Get It On, for his song, Thinking Out Loud. Last year, Sheeran won another copyright suit over his song, Shape of You. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And a quick update of our weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Save big right now on remaining new 2022 RVs at ChilsonRV.com. Yeah, it'll be time to get on the road here. Today wouldn't be a bad day, partly sunny. And 53, down to 27 overnight. Tomorrow, 57, partly sunny. Thursday, 61 and partly sunny. Then back into the 50s and even 40s. Friday, chance of showers, 54. Little chance of rain again on Saturday, high about 50. And then on Sunday, a slight chance of rain, but the high is only going to be 47 degrees. we got to get some warm weather here. 27 in Rice Lake and Medford this morning, 30 in Wausau, 29 at Marshfield, across 32. Green Bay at 34, Madison, Sun Prairie, 38 this morning, Milwaukee at 39. And it's 29 right now here in the Chippewa Valley. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And a couple more things to add on to our weather. Don't forget, if you're on the rivers or lakes or streams or whatever, be very, very careful. They haven't all topped out yet, and there is still a lot of flooding Seen pictures from Cochran, Fountain City, and Duran and different places. And a lot of water still has to move downstream before it really gets safe in some of those areas. So be very, very careful. And Jill was out, pulled the thermometer out of the ground. What's our two-inch soil temperature this morning? 40 degrees. 40 degrees. So last week it was 42. So we're going the wrong direction. we got to warm it up a little bit. Well, let's see if we can warm it up with some of the market numbers. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And where are we at with cash livestock? Choice-fed beef steers are 168 to 177 with mixed at 118 to 167. Choice-fed beef heifers are 169 to 180 
with mixed at 124 to 168. Choice fed Holstein steers are 140 to 155 with select and silage fed steers 87 to 139. Cows are 78 to 91 with a top of 110. Bulls are 102 to 117 with butcher hogs at 34 to 65. Sows are 60. 20, sows are 25 to 33. Boars are 15 to 24. There's no quote from shorn or unshorn market lambs. And feeder lambs are 130 to 285. And taking a look at the livestock futures at the close yesterday, live cattle were mixed. April 174.30, that was up 32. June 164.55, that was up to August 163.45, down a dime. And October live cattle, 167.47, that was down 35. Feeder cattle were lower across the board. May at 210.75, down $1.65. August at 229.32, down 55. September at 232 even, that's down 42 cents. And October at 20, at uh, 233.65, that was down 45. Hog prices were higher. May lean hog carcasses, uh, 77.70, that was up 67. June at 87.35, up 127. July at 90.10, up $1.30. And August at 91.22, up $1.27. Board of Trade was lower yesterday. China canceled uh, corn buy from us, about 13 million bushels. And uh, bean, the bean supply is adequate, putting pressure on markets. July corn overnight was a penny higher at 6.08. The oats down four at 3.33. July wheat down a fraction at 656. Soybeans also down a fraction, sitting at 1435 this morning on that July contract. And meal down 40 cents a ton at $437. Barrel cheese down two and a quarter, $1.53 a pound. Blocks down seven cents at 168. Double A butter unchanged at 240. April class three at 1863. May went down 43 cents. 1689 and it's been a while since we've had milk prices that low at 1689 even june down 42 at 759 1759 it's been a while july was down 33 at 1822 and august down 23 at 1887 and uh, that's where we are this morning as far as our markets are one other number to pass along the brewers got beat last night 4 to 2 Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we'll get to some of our farm news. Uh, one of the things that we do know, the uh, Crop Progress Report, and we'll go into more depth in this tomorrow morning, but uh, corn around the country now, 15% planted. Uh, the only place in our area that's moving uh, really is Iowa and Illinois, both getting some of their crop in. Beans are 9% planted across the country. And as we said, corn 15% down in Texas. They're 72%, and I think Missouri's 40-some percent. But uh, around this part of the world, not much happening yet. As we just said, 40 degrees is a two-inch soil temperature, and you certainly don't want to be throwing seed in the ground at that temperature. Uh, 1% of the corn is planted, though, down in Wisconsin, and 13% of the potatoes. And as we said, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But we've got other farm news that we want to take a look at this morning, and we'll do that next right here on WAC. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And before we take a look at our news, we're going to look at the cash prices for Northside Elevator. Cash price for corn in Loyal is at five ninety four, with soybeans at fourteen oh four. Cash price for corn in Arcadia is at five ninety eight, with soybeans at fourteen oh nine. 
And now let's take a look at our farm news. On Earth Day 2021, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers joined the Global Trillion Tree Pledge and committed to plant 75 million new trees in Wisconsin by 2030. He announced on Friday that more than 12.9 million trees were planted across the state in 2022. The DNR has supplied nearly 3.5 million of those seedlings planted, while private nurseries supplied another 500,000 seedlings that were planted throughout Wisconsin last year. More than 2 million trees were planted on private land, over a million on public land, 175,000 in county forests, 36,000 planted in school forests, and over 35,000 were given to elementary students last Arbor Day. Since 2021 and Governor Evers' tree planting pledge, more than 22 million trees have been planted in rural and urban areas here in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's chickens stepped up their egg production in March. Our hens laid 155 million eggs last month. That's up 3% from March 2022, according to the latest Chickens and Eggs report from the USDA's National Agricultural Statistics Service. Layers on hand averaged 6 million in March. That's down just 1% from last year. Nationally, hens produced 9.2 billion eggs in March. That's down 3% from last year. And total layers in the U.S. on April 1st numbered 383 million, and that's an increase of 2% from last March. Domestic egg layer chicks that will go back into hatcheries and meat production birds were both up slightly from March 2022. As usual, Iowa led the nation in egg production with over 1.15 billion eggs in March. And I was looking at uh, the uh, egg-laying states, and Wisconsin ranks 16th. I think that's actually up. I think we were 17, but uh, now we're up to uh, 16th in the country. And I, I just can't imagine. That's like I always say, can't imagine <laughs> 9 billion eggs in one month. Man, oh, man, that's that's a lot of eggs. I, I don't know. I haven't uh, purchased eggs recently. I don't know if they're going up and down in price or where they're at. They're stabilizing. Have you looked? There was some that were on sale in the last store that I was in. It was like two... I think it was two dozen for like six dollars. Okay, so. so roughly three dollars a dozen there. So, but uh, egg production is uh, get out now. We'll look at some of those barns where they've got a million birds. It's unbelievable. And uh, what's going on? The uh, we already found out that the uh, Welke Land and Cattle Company hasn't contributed any more numbers to the herd. But uh, what's the federal numbers say? Well, the cattle and feed numbers went down again in April. 38,000 fewer cattle for the meat market were on feed in April compared to March. 11.6 million head were in feedlots as of April 1st, and that's down 4% from last year. Inventory consisted of just over 7 million steers, that's down 6%, and 4.5 million heifers, down 2% from 2022. Placements in feedlots in March were down 1% to just short of 2 million head. Marketings of fed cattle during March we're also down 1% compared to last year. And with the latest cattle counts, numbers confirm predictions that beef cattle on feed are declining. And on Thursday, FFA members that qualified to participate in judging contests at the state level will be competing in Madison. Safe travels and good luck to all those involved. All right. If we, uh, we still got to pass along some of those names of the young people that will be 
judging down in Madison at the state convention and the speaking contest and parley procedure and all those sorts of things, right? Yeah, the Madison contest that is now is called CDE, so it's a career development events. Those yep. are the ones they qualified for in Platteville or Marshfield or River Falls. And that's livestock judging and dairy judging and crop judging and all those sorts of things. And wildlife and yeah. every almost everything from yeah. soup to nuts Forestry, they can judge. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a big event. So good luck and safe travels Thursday, 61 and partly sunny. Should be the best day of the week to head down to Madison. So good luck to all those students heading down that way. Coming up, we're going to talk to a young man. That's in the rodeo industry, the PRCA Rodeo, down at the Midwest Horse Fair last weekend. Chad Guckenberger from Marshfield, he's a calf roper, and our Carrie Mess had a chance to talk to uh, Chad at the rodeo down there at the Horse Fair. We'll hear what his career is all about and uh, what it's like to be a calf roper. A whole lot easier being a calf roper than a bull rider, I would think. I would think so. A little bit easier on the body. Yes, it is. So, uh, again, we'll we'll have that coming up. Once again, not a bad day today. It could be a little warmer, but it'll be partly sunny and high of 53. It's 29 around the area right now. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. When it comes to rodeo, Wisconsin may not reach the level of Wyoming or Texas, but that doesn't mean we don't have some great rodeo cowboys and cowgirls from our state to root for. From the southern end of the Longest Barn in Madison, this is Carrie Mess. Chad Guckenberger is from Marshfield, Wisconsin. Like many people here in Wisconsin, he works a job in manufacturing and in his free time spends time with his family and children. But what is unique is much of his free time is spent traveling to rodeos, where Chad competes in team roping. The event requires two cowboys to ride their horses into the arena chasing a calf. One partner throws a rope to catch the head of the calf. That job is called a header, and that's what Chad does. The other part of the team attempts to rope the calf's back feet. That's called being a healer. And when Chad's healer ropes the calf... Chad not only celebrates a good score, but also gets to cheer on his 19-year-old son, who is on the other end of that rope. Clearly, roping is a family affair. But Chad, tell me, how did you even get started in rodeo? I grew up with my grandparents. um, used to pick up at the LBW rodeos. Um, It's a small organization and get the kids started. They um, now start at six years old and you can go into your senior in high school. So I started out doing that, following along. Made one or two rodeos, finally got into the high school world. Made it out to the high school finals all four years of my year. And then decided to get hooked up with a college coach. Um, Larry Irish out of Fort Scott, Kansas, tucked me into getting my permit. And as we grew through and traveled, um, I was fortunate to fill my permit. Um, I started out and filled that my first year and qualified for the circuit finals on my permit going in um, my rookie year. So as you go, everything starts out as you're six all the way, all the way up and keep going until I am now. So even here in Wisconsin, there is multiple levels of rodeo, starting with the LBW, which is Little Britches Rodeo, on up to junior high and high school and even college level rodeo. But you mentioned a permit, and that's something that has to do with competing at the highest level called the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association, or PRCA. So what does it mean to get a permit to compete in the PRCA, and how does someone get one? It goes based on your money earned. Um, you have to make a certain percentage or amount um, on both your for your permit to be considered as full. And once you get to that amount, then you can successfully buy your card um, and then advance and continue through. 
Gotcha. So once you fill that permit, you become an official PRCA member. Chad, you're a team roper. Tell me what that is and tell me a bit about your partner. Uh, the team roping, you have two people, a header and a healer. Um, it's kind of the relaxing sport out of all of them. It's kind of fun. Everybody can do it at all ages. Of course, you're seeing myself being the father and being lucky enough to hold my son. Um, so it's it's a family sport. It's very enjoyable. You can go through and team rope. Um, one turns the steer, the header, and then the other one is supposed to rope the back feet, which will be Justin, my son, and um, rope by two feet, and there's no penalties. Um, the only thing nice about team roping they go through all different ranks and all ages can kind of compete at it justin you're just working on filling the prca permit but you've probably been roping with your dad for quite a while been roping with him since i've been pretty much can ride since pony the big horses and are you just roping with your dad or do you have other roping partners that you rodeo with i'm just roping with my dad as for now but never know might change off might stay with him Uh Uh-oh, Dad, that sounds like it might be a bit of a warning for you. The PRCA is divided by area into different circuits so that competitors compete but not have to go so far from home. Here in the Midwest, it's called the Great Lakes Circuit. How many rodeos do you two try to hit each year in that circuit? I hope 15 so we make the Great Lakes finals. It, it depends. Uh, being the father, I got a full-time job as well, so that's where he might end up splitting. I have to go to a few more. I'm going to guess he'll probably hopefully hit 20-plus, and I'll be right at that 15 mark if it all goes well. The other thing going through with the permit, um, the high school, uh, Wisconsin high school, by winning your events at their state finals actually gives you an application to get your permit. So it's, it's a price reduction, so it's a really promoted within the state of Wisconsin quite heavily. Um, it's highly recommended for a high school sport. Some schools around the state letters and and actually help as well. So as you're going up, so we've been very fortunate that he ended up getting a percentage off on his permit to start. You two spend a lot of time at rodeos across the state. Tell me which rodeos are your favorite. What rodeos should people make sure they get out to see? Oh, if you want to go see the, the high school finals is in the middle of June there at Richland Center. I'd recommend that. It's a good family sport. You'll see the kids from freshmen to seniors trying to fight it out to get to the finals, which this year I believe is in Gillette, Wyoming. And um, it's a pretty, it's like going to any high school sport, watching the final final four or the final sections. It's kind of fun to go watch. Um, another one is Amherst. Uh, they kind of got an LBW finals if you really want to um, get down on the age and get to the six-year-olds and start watching some younger ones. That's um, later in the year, but they kind of have a finals and kind of go through all their events and then they have a short round as well. And then you get into the PRCA's highly recommended is, you know, in the summer, July 4th weekend's a big one. Manawa's always there shooting off their fireworks and having their chicken feed. And um, Spooner, you can never forget that one. And Iron River, Michigan, them are probably the big ones in the Great Lakes that are always fun. Maryland one will be kicking off here, too. Um, they've done a lot, of, a lot of changes to the grounds, and it tends to be a pretty good entertainment for the family to go out to see. And how about you, Justin? What are your can't-miss rodeos? Toma High School one's coming up in a couple weeks here. That's, I think, the first week of May, and that's one of the best ones because it normally snows most of the time there, and it's always fun to start off with good old Toma High School rodeo. There is Arcadia, Wisconsin. That is the junior high state finals, and that starts on a Friday night, and that's, I think that's the first week of June, and that's where the fifth through sixth, eighth graders compete for the top four in Wisconsin. 
it sounds like a lot of fun for families around the state to get out and watch not just the PRCA rodeos, but also the younger kids competing. You've been supporting your son as both his roping partner and his dad as he chases his dream. Tell me what it's like to compete alongside your son, Chad. Well, as any parent, um, letting your kids grow is tough. And seeing them, you got to let them fail when they got to fail, and you got to pick them up when you have to. So going through that, it's 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 fun. It's a struggle. Um, but when we got in the truck here, I said, this is a business now. You're 19 years old. You're no longer looking at Dad. We're team roping partners. So if you need something from me, i got to help him as he's got to help me. So we got to work as a group, kind of like running our side business. So we rely on each other, and we look at each other each day and continue to practice. And, Justin, what's it like roping with your dad? It's always fun, the practices. We butt heads once in a while, but that's what makes us get better and learn from each other. Makes us accomplish faster. We can pull checks faster. I've been going with them to the MRA Rodeo Associations and Open Rodeo since I've been 10. There's has been two that we haven't placed at and made money coming back. You grew up watching your dad chase his dream and now he's here alongside you as you chase your dream. Is your dad a bit of a role model for you? Oh yeah, he's always got good horsepower underneath us for me and my sister and my brother. We always got good cattle to rope at home and practice pretty much every day we can from sun up to sundown chad as we wrap this up tell me one thing you want people to know about rodeo throughout the years you see people from the rodeo committee <clears throat> community sit there and pull together it's not an easy sport if somebody's broke down the road you got more hands there to pick you up and take you out if you have a bad day there's always somebody in your back corner picking you up and keeping you going and again that's chad gookenberger Chad's over from the Marshfield area. He's on the PRCA rodeo circuit as a roper. And I don't know how Chad did at the rodeo down there in Madison. They really don't release results of that that, uh, that are easy to find. But uh, hopefully Chad has a, has a good career in the PRC industry. Rodeo, a lot of fun. And they had good rodeos down in Madison. They always sell that out at the horse fair. 5.30 in the morning, we're going to check in with Rocky over at Premier Livestock. See how opening day in the livestock trade was yesterday over there at Premier. That's next, right here on WAX. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to Premier Livestock in the Withier and talk to Rocky Olson. Rocky's actually in Lublin bright and early in the morning, and I would imagine the soils are still pretty damp over there around Lublin, some of that heavier ground. We are saturated over here, so yeah, we need... We need some heat and some sunshine. Yeah, a little breeze wouldn't hurt either, so uh, we'll yeah. see see what we get. But, uh, you know, you're getting close to the end of April, and May 10th is kind of that magic date that they look for for optimum planting of corn, but we'll see how much of that gets in by May 10th. does look too promising right now. Well, how good was the livestock trade yesterday at Premier? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. Here's yesterday's auction results here at Premier. Uh, we sold over 1,200 head of livestock yesterday. Fed cattle traded steady. High choice and prime Holstein fed steers, 139 to 156. Select and low choice, 131 to 138. Choice beef steers and heifers from 155 to 168. Market cows steady. High yielding cows from 88 to 115. Uh, lots of bulk of the cows from 78 to 86. Uh, market bulls high yielding from 
from a dollar two to a dollar sixteen. Newborn Holstein bull calves continue to be strong, mostly from one twenty-five to three hundred and ten on the Holsteins. Beef calves one seventy-five all the way up to five ninety-five. Two dairy cattle auctions this week. Uh, Tuesday we got our special month. Today Tuesday we got our special monthly dairy heifer auction. Uh, we're expecting over five hundred head of dairy heifers. We'll sell them right from wean calves all the way up to spring and heifers. Uh, auction does feature lots and lots of breeding age heifers and shortbreds today. That's going to be the bulk of the sale. Uh, all classes of heifers, tremendous selection today. Then tomorrow, Wednesday, weekly dairy cattle auction. We're expecting over 400 head of dairy cattle for Wednesday. Uh, four herd dispersals. Herd number one, we got 100 Holstein Parlor Freestall Cows, 85-pound average from Boonster Dairy. Herd two, we get 75 Holstein Cows milked in a step-up parlor, 71-pound average, 53 cell count on that herd. Uh, mostly very young cows are coming from Doro Dairy. Herd number three, 65 Jersey cows and heifers, uh, most of them being registered. Herd number four, 30 Holstein tie stall cows, all stages of lactation. We got several fancy sets of uh, reputation fresh cows. We got some fancy Holsteins, got some really fancy jerseys. Uh, one group of them Holsteins averaging over 100. We also have some registered brown Swiss, nice selection of Holstein springing heifers. We also have a special group of 35 registered Jersey springing heifers, plus lots more. A very big dairy sale coming up here for Wednesday. Full details at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, give us a call anytime at Premier 715-229-2500. And that's how it's shaping up, Bob. All right. Sounds like a plan. When's the next machinery sale? You getting stuff on the lot already? We are. We are. We got <laughs> are a, you really? Yeah, we got a pretty nice selection there already. And uh, trying something new, we got that buy it now or some of that equipment there has got prices. Oh, really? Make sure check okay. that. Yep. Yep. So no, come check. Come check it out. Everything in the front row is going to be for sale. And uh, yeah, if you got equipment, you can start bringing it anytime. What? But you got a date set for the next one? Yeah, I got. I'd have to look it up right, here, but it's right, I believe yeah. mid mid June. It all is right. on our website. Mid June. All right, we'll check that later on. Hey, you have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And weather, not the best, but we'll check it for you next, right here on WAC. Agriculture, it's a Wisconsin way of life. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And as we said, our weather brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Let's go to Skywarn 13. Mike Dandry is with us. Mike, it sure looked this week is one of those weeks where Mother Nature's trying, but she just can't get over the hump. I, I don't get it. We're you know we're just in that pattern. It's called a cyclonic pattern where yeah, you know, that's you, what I was going to call. Yeah, it that, that's what I thought too. And um, basically, we just keep getting stuck in the same pattern. We'll just kind of put it in layman's terms that way. And uh, where we get you know nice two, maybe three, if we're lucky, days of dry and sunshine like we're seeing today and tomorrow, and that does help warm us up today into the low to mid fifties. Tomorrow into the mid fifties. But then that same pattern brings us more chances at some showers like we'll see on Thursday. And we'll have a mainly cloudy sky. Now, we do warm up on Thursday, getting right around average, getting into the low 60s. But then those chances at some showers continue into the next couple of days. And that cools us down. Friday into the mid to upper 50s with chances at some showers. Saturday in the low 50s for our highs. And Saturday really into Monday, excuse me, we'll uh, have those chances at some showers. And by Sunday and Monday, our highs only reaching 
about the upper 40s, but we have a chilly start this morning. But again, we'll be getting into the low 50s later on. 29 degrees in Eau Claire. And Bob, yes, we are talking a slight wind chill. 24 degrees with that wind out of the north at 5 miles per hour. Well, you might be, but I'm not. <laughs> have we... Uh... We got rid of that Greenwood block or whatever that was? Greenland block? It Greenland, is, Greenland. Yes, no, it's Greenwood. Uh, <laughs> Greenland. Greenwood. No, it's it's Greenland like the country, oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Greenwood, Greenland, big deal. <laughs> Still in place. Yeah. All right. Is that is showing any signs of getting out of here? Well, some models are showing yes, and some are showing no. Oh, boy. So uh, the right. jury's still out on that one. All right. Well, we'll take as it comes. Yes, yes, we will. Well, thank you, sir. You bet. There he goes, Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13 with our weather, brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get in the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. And you see, you're from Boyceville, and I know there have been a lot of rodeo cowboys or some from that area. Mm-hmm. Were you a... Rodeo groupie, did you like to follow the guys along with their Wranglers and Western boots and all that sort of I stuff? I tended to steer clear. I was more of a bookworm. I d- oh, I tried, my God. I tried to keep Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yep, well, yep. You, you know, I've known you more than two hours, so <laughs> <laughs> being that being that as it may, uh, what's going on in the news, we won't take that any further, Miss Bookworm. Well, I will uh, try to hold on for longer than eight seconds while we get uh, headlines here to you this morning, and that keeps us pretty close to home. Good morning. That begins in Chippewa, a sad anniversary yesterday. It's been a year since Lily Peters was murdered, so where are things at now? 715 Newsroom coverage with John DeMaster as we check in there. Family and friends mark the anniversary yesterday. Yesterday, the teenager accused of raping and killing Peters awaits trial while in jail. The DA says the case is not going to trial anytime soon. In fact, the next hearing in the case isn't scheduled until later this summer. That hearing will determine if the teenager is tried as a juvenile or tried as an adult. I'm John DeMaster. Meanwhile, the long search for a missing Marinout County man is over. As the sheriff's office say, they found Teddy Eggie's body over the weekend. He'd been missing since mid-January in that area. His body found in a wooded area. There's no word yet on a cause of death or if they're considering his death suspicious in any way. Looking into other headlines, we take a closer look at a national connection to a state issue with the Biden administration siding with the Lacta Flambeau tribe in a lawsuit over road closures on its reservation. The federal government this month filed a brief in the case urging the court to dismiss it. Now, several non-tribal members are suing the tribe over its barricade of their neighborhood last winter with the tribe saying it's owed millions of dollars for the roads that connect those people's homes with the community off the reservation. The case is pending. And leaving on a Jets plane, Aaron Rodgers wraps it up, going into the Empire State. As the Packers yesterday agreed to trade with the Jets to send Rodgers to New York in exchange for a first-round pick swap this year, plus a second-round pick and a conditional pick in next year's NFL draft. I guess we won't be worrying about what he's doing with his hair, mustache at all this season. But guess what is back? Turns out the mullet, and it's uh, making kind of a splash, right, Bree? Let's talk and a little bit. And it's not fashion. Shoulder pads. 
dads. Big hair, bright colors. They're not in the picture this season, but Vogue magazine says the mullet is. The short in the front, long in the back haircut is as fashion forward today as it was back in 1984. And it's not just for musicians and football players. We're all in for casual and business, and there's no denying America is having a mullet moment. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. And I have to say, you know, Paris and Milan, they get a lot of attention for being fashion forward, but I was at a spring concert for Boyceville Middle Schoolers last night, and there are a lot of kids that have the mullet going on there way way ahead of uh, their own fashion trends i think oh that's for sure and we send it back to the barn where it is all business in the front and a party in the back with bob bolsold jill welke and your midwest farm report on wax and a happy birthday to my mom today i have to is say it really it is a well, happy birthday mom she makes some of the most special treats that uh she shares with me sometimes, and I enjoy every one of them. She is uh, she is a special mom. I'm trying to, to teach her some things in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if she needs yeah. a little help rolling those peanut yeah. butter balls yeah. at Christmas she and sure those molasses does. She cookies, sure does. Oh, I, li- I like to let her try herself sometimes for recipes, share my own with her. Is your dad going to grow a mullet for her for her birthday? <laughs> I think he's done growing hair by the looks of it. <laughs> he's given up on that. Yeah, sometimes that can <laughs> happen, too. All right, we'll see you later. You bet, Bob. There goes Morgan in the newsroom this morning as we're 18 minutes before six o'clock we've got more news to take a look at we'll take a look at some calendar and uh, markets as well wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report 17 before six o'clock 29 degrees we'll get about 53 today 61 on thursday that's a good travel day jill it is a good travel day for those FFA members heading down to Madison to take part in the CDE contest, the judging of wildlife to cattle to everything else. So Yeah, career development is yep. what CDE, I don't know what the E is. Do you? Events. Oh, there you go. CDE events. Yep. CD events. But uh, good luck to all those uh, young people down there on the Madison campus. You get a chance to uh, see this. It should be. I wonder if they'll have time to... Go to the Union Terrace and have some ice cream and sit on the terrace on Lake Mendota. That's abs- 61 and partly sunny. Should be a beautiful day for that. Well, when I was down, I took uh, students down there when they qualified for state. I uh-huh. chaperoned, and we didn't have a lot of time. We no, I know. In and out. And- I, know it. I know. That's the only problem. And I don't think everything is done right on the Madison campus. I think some of it's at Arlington and different places, I think. I took the kids to the livestock judging, and that was at Arlington. Yeah, okay. So they're not all right on the campus in Madison, but uh, hopefully they'll get a chance to enjoy Madison if they've uh, never spent much time down there before. And uh, that's on Thursday. Anything else on the calendar? Well, the House of Gouda is having their open. Oh, that's right. Marika. Yeah, on Thursday starting at 10 o'clock. I think you're supposed to be there, right? Yeah, we'll be over there. We'll be over there. That's Thursday. Across from Applebee's, over by uh, the uh, the mall. Yeah, over by the mall. I can't think about it. it. Used to be in there, but it's uh. Well, it used to be like a Pier One or something. Oh yeah, like that. Pier One Imports was in yeah, there. Yeah, and they had all kind. Now they got two or three different stores in that main building. But Marika's been open actually for a month or so. But this will be the grand opening on Thursday, so we'll be over there. So stop over and uh, visit with us and. I'm sure Marika will be there. Maybe she'll be wearing wooden shoes. I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> Maybe. I don't think they got wooden shoes big enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think a big tree have to sacrifice an awful big tree. Well, we could just uh, strap some planks on your feet if you want to. 
Well, that's been done before, too. It's called water skis. I haven't done that in a while, either. All right, so that's coming up on Thursday. And, again, it should be the best day of the week, partly sunny. High should be in the low 60s. All right, we've got uh, more coming up, uh, including Waters of the USA. Now, the House did not get the necessary two-thirds majority to overturn uh, President Joe Biden's veto dealing with the Waters of the USA rule. Congress tried to undo the revised WOTUS rule, but that was met with a presidential veto, and the administration cannot implement or enforce the rule in 26 states, including North Dakota, South Dakota, but Wisconsin, not in that uh, list of states due to a couple of different court rulings, and the fate of WOTUS is also being reviewed by the U.S. Supreme Court. It's not enforceable in 26 states, but it remains in place for Minnesota and Wisconsin. So one of the most unpopular rules, the way it's been written, is the waters of the USA rule. So again, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Supreme Court's going to be, I think, making a decision on that, uh, well, I shouldn't say pretty soon, because who knows how they operate, and they set their own schedule, the most uh, independent body in the world, I think. All right, we've got some markets coming up. We'll get to those next, right here on Wax. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 12 minutes before 6 o'clock, 29 degrees out there, and it's time to hear from Hut Emans of Sparta Equity. Fed cattle selling steady today with the higher than choice beef steers and heifers 175 to 183. The choice and select beef steers and heifers 159 to 174. The beef and dairy cross steers 150 to 170. The higher than choice Holstein steers 145 to 152, topping at 154. Choice and select Holstein steers, 134 to 144 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers, 133 and down. Cow market steady with the high-yielding cows, 94 to 109. The cutters and utilities, 78 to 93 with the low-yielding and canter cows, 77 cents and down. Organic market today with the results from the April 24th sale with the or- high-yielding organic cows, 150 to 170. The thin and small organic cows, 119 to 149 with the organic steers and heifers, 160 to 175. Bull market steady. Most bulls bringing 95 to 110 with the thin, full and bulls over a ton discount at 94 cents and down. Calves today sold by the power of the steady market with the quality Holstein bull calves bringing $1.50 to $3. The quality Holstein heifer calves, 80 cents to $1.80. The quality beef bulls, 425 to 575, topping at 595. The quality beef heifers, three fifty to five dollars, and the light and pork quality calves, ten to eighty cents per pound. Just a reminder: our next sale will be Wednesday, April twenty sixth, starting at ten a.m. with fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hut Human at Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Morning, Jerry. Nice and cool in uh, Marathon County this morning. Well, Bob, uh, good morning to you. Yeah, nice in the house here. Yeah, outside, 27 degrees. Uh, uh, it is what it is, but uh, at least a uh, big sale yesterday here in Stratford. At least on Monday yesterday, we didn't have to deal with... Uh, weather issues like we did the previous few weeks so uh yeah that's uh, that's nice and hopefully we won't have to now for a few months but uh yeah and it'll be nice sunny day today it looks like in uh, 53 so easy to get the cattle to the market how'd the market go yesterday 
Well, markets continue to be very good, and Bob, thank you. We'll tell the folks about it. And a good morning to everyone from the sale yesterday here at Equity Stratford. Like I mentioned, a big marketing day yesterday. Uh, we'll start out with the cow market yesterday. These are the conventional type market cows. Steady trend yesterday. High yielding fleshy Holstein cows yesterday selling from 92 up to a top of 109 and a half. Uh, most of the cows yesterday between 72 and 92. And these center cows like carcass plain cows, $70 and below. Uh, bull trade multiples are selling between, uh, 93 and 115. Lighter weight bulls below 90. On the calf trade yesterday, uh, market continues to be very strong. Good quality Holstein bull calves weighing 9,230 pounds, selling from 150 to 325. We did top at 330 on the uh, bull calves. A little better demand on the heifers yesterday as compared to the previous week, and those are selling mostly from 40 to 120. And these beef calves just continue to be very, very strong. Up in the upper stratosphere there, 275 to 575, up to 590 on the baby beef calves. So, uh, like I said before, folks, if you got calves, it is well worth to take care of them, make sure they're ready to go to the market. Anyway, uh, today, Tuesday here, now we get underway this morning at uh, at 10 o'clock with the hay and bedding auction. Folks, we got a nice selection of hay again today. Uh, also do have straw, so if folks are looking for small squares of straw, we've got that. We've got small squares of second crop, small squares of first crop. So, again, a good selection of hay. 11 o'clock today will be the market auction. And, of course, on Tuesday we do sell organic market cattle, and that market has been very strong also, followed by the conventional market cattle. Tomorrow our auction is starting around 10 o'clock, full marketing day, including fed cattle. Our feeder cattle auction tomorrow will be at 1230. Again, folks, if you've got cattle that can sign, let us know. We'll get them on the list for you, 687-4101. And a couple things I just uh, I was kind of interested in and we should all be interested in. I know the very interesting cattle and feed report that you guys talked about before, but what's really, really uh, talking to some folks over the weekend, this uh this cheese market, this milk market is, we're getting critical again. Oof. Yeah, we've got prices class three that we haven't had in a couple of years. Not good. No, it's not. Well, hopefully that will improve because input costs are still not going down. Maybe there are some fertilizer guys I talked to that's a little bit cheaper, some of it, but boy, it's still, it just don't, it's not a good situation. So hopefully we have to get this rectified. I don't know what's causing all this. Yeah, we got a lot of milk out there and, uh, Moving into our part of the country, too, so uh, there are a lot of challenges out there. But we'll talk about it and keep following. You have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. You, too, Bob. You enjoy the day, and uh, like I said, we'll be back here tomorrow morning. Thank you much. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. And you can get that uh, TYM tractors, as uh, Philbert said, at Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland. Taking a look at the markets, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative, Corn and beans were down yesterday. China canceled a corn buy from us, about 13 million bushels. And the traders feel that our bean supply is adequate to get us through the season. Overnight, July corn up a penny at 6.08. The oats down four at 3.33. Wheat down a fraction at 6.56. Soybeans for July down a fraction at 14.35. Meal down 40 cents a ton at $437 a ton. Turning to the country elevators. Northside Elevator, loyal location, corn's at 594 with soybeans at 1404. At the Arcadia location, corn's at 598 with beans at 1409. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location, corn's at 579 with soybeans at $14. At the DTN screen, we see Golden Plump corn today is 590. Nobody's going to well down the ethanol plants to be $6, but at the elevators, uh, no $6 corn. Golden Plump. 
five ninety five. Baldwin's five ninety on the corn, thirteen ninety one on the beans. Durand is five seventy on the corn. Did I say five ninety at Baldwin? Five seventy for the corn at Baldwin. Five seventy for the corn at Durand. The beans thirteen eighty six. Mondovi five seventy four and thirteen ninety one. Elmwood's corn is five sixty seven. Beans thirteen ninety one at Fall Creek five fifty nine. Beans thirteen seventy one at Osseo. 588 and 1396. Corn and Elk Mound, 581. Beans, 1393. Sparta has corn at 585. Soybeans, 1384. And Ellsworth, 559, 1371. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville, 611. Stanley, 604. New Richmond at 599. Not a good day for dairy trading yesterday. Barrel cheese, down, excuse me, barrel cheese down two and a quarter at 153. Blocks down seven at one sixty eight. The butter unchanged at two forty. April class three also unchanged eighteen sixty three. May down forty three cents takes your breath away sixteen eighty nine. June seventeen fifty nine down forty two. July down thirty three at eighteen twenty two. And August down twenty three at eighteen eighty seven. Once again twenty nine degrees. We're looking at fifty three today and partly sunny. The best day of the week. Going to be Thursday, 61, and partly sunny. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.